Hi, I'm Christine, and welcome to the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast, a podcast where I dig deep, do some difficult self-reflection, try to learn from my past, all the while trying to become the woman I want to be, whoever she is. I haven't figured that out yet, hence the podcast. So please join me on this new journey of discovery and hopefully growth. Figuratively, of course, I'm 5 foot 5 inches tall. That doesn't mean I still can't grow. Hello, and welcome to the newest episode of the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast. How you doing? This is Christine back again for another episode. So, a little update. We are currently on day five of the fourth quarter quest. Um, it's been an interesting week. I'm really surprised at how it's been going for me. So Tuesday was the unofficial start to the new changes. We weighed in on Sunday, the nephew and I. Uh, Monday was the holiday, so that was kind of a wash. Although mom's didn't barbecue, I'm still a little, I'm still a little upset about that. I don't remember what we had for dinner, but I know it wasn't barbecue. Actually, what did we have for dinner on Monday? Wow, I don't remember. That's that's how long of a week it's been, and it's only Thursday. So Tuesday, went back to work after the holiday. Uh, I got my mom to hook up some tuna fish for lunch for me. Now, this is going to sound strange. Yes, my mom made my lunch for me hear me out so I make tuna fish the poverty way it's just tuna a little bit of relish mayo or miracle whip depending on if I have either that's it there was a dark period where I was just eating just tuna out of the can back in 2014 that summer of 2014 where I was uber-focused, sort of, trying to channel my heartbreak into weight loss, I guess. Uh, That was disgusting. That was utterly disgusting. So a couple, I'd say maybe like a couple months ago, one day my mom made tuna fish for me for lunch. I was like, you know, can you just make tuna fish and I'll just take it with me to lunch tomorrow. I get to lunch or I get to work the next day. I open the container. The tuna fish is yellow. And I'm like, why is it like this should be like a creamy tuna fishy? Like, why is it yellow? And I'm like, oh, Lord, what did she do? I take a bite. It's got some spices in it. I'm like, ooh, this isn't just paprika and pepper. Like she put something in this. Take another bite. This is phenomenal. Take another bite. I inhaled that tuna. It was wonderful. I came home and I'm like, yo, what did you put in the tuna fish? Why was it yellow? And she's like, oh, I put some turmeric in there. And I was like, turmeric? You put turmeric in the tuna fish? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, you know what? It worked. 
fast forward. I asked her to make it again because it's tuna fish. It's relatively healthy considering, you know, there's mayo. She puts eggs in there. So that's protein. Even though I don't like eggs, for some reason, I like it in tuna. Um, I, I scoop out the yellow bits. I can't do the yolk. That's where I draw the line. But uh, I had her make tuna fish for me. So I've been eating tuna fish every day this week for lunch. Um, and it's really, really good. I don't know why, but it's really damn good. But I've been, um, the stuff I said I was going to work on last week, I've been doing it. So I bought the Bragg's Concentrate uh, Apple Cider Vinegar Master Cleanse Concentrate in a big, it looks like a giant 40 filled with brown apple cider vinegar. So I've been drinking that. You're supposed to take like... Uh, two ounces and mix it with eight ounces of water and then sip that down and drink it four times a day. I don't follow instructions well, clearly. So I put probably a little over two ounces in my little cup and then I fill the rest of it up with water and my cup is about 32 ounces. So I try to drink four of those while I'm at work. Needless to say, I've gone to the bathroom a whole lot this week. A whole freaking lot. It started to get bad. But I've been doing that. So four 32 ounce waters through the course of the day. That's pretty damn good considering I didn't have any soda. I haven't had any sweet tea. Um, I only had like a half a cup of echinacea tea on Tuesday. No. Wednesday, um, so there's no caffeine in that, so I haven't had any caffeine, I haven't had any sodas, and except for that little bit of tea I had with a little honey, that's all I've really had as far as beverages is gone, it's just water in the, in the master cleanse, uh, solution, I guess we'll call it, for breakfast, I was gonna do oatmeal, but I really don't like, um, eating at my desk, like while I work because I need my hands to type and use a mouse so it's kind of hard to sit there with a hot bowl of oatmeal I've done it before but yeah I don't like it I just sidebar tangent so I don't like it because I don't like the way it looks now I can multitask and eat and work at the same time and do it well but there's some people at work that like come into work plop down all their purses and bags chit chat go make a cup of coffee stand around the water cooler chit chatting make a full-on moon over my hammy denny's breakfast in our little kitchenette with the eggs and english muffins and they hook it all up and then they sit down and next thing you know like 40 minutes has passed and they haven't done any work I don't like that, honestly. No one said anything to anyone, I don't think. But I just don't like the way that looks. So for me to come in, I get to work literally a minute before I'm supposed to. Clock in. I start my day. Like, I come in, sit down, clock in, and go right at it. 
And next thing I know, it's like nine o'clock. Then I'll go get my water and my teas. And But that's me. But that's why I don't like coming in. Coming in to eat breakfast just seems counterproductive and a little inappropriate. I'm not saying you can't eat at your desk, but to come into work and then make a full breakfast, it's one thing you're eating a donut or a bagel, you know, something that you brought in or you picked up on the way in. It's another thing to bring all your ingredients and stand in the kitchen and make a meal. But that's me. So that's why I don't like I don't like eating oatmeal at my desk anymore. So instead of the oatmeal, I've made smoothies. Um, smoothies have been strawberries, blueberries. Uh, today was pineapple and strawberries and blueberries. The other days were just blueberries and strawberries. I had kale on Tuesday, but I ran out of kale. And then I had spinach uh, today. So a handful of spinach, um, like a quarter cup of blueberries, uh, half cup of strawberries or so. And I make um, my little ninja blender. Actually, it's not little. My very nice, expensive, but I caught it on an Amazon sale. Uh, ninja blender comes with two 16-ounce little travel mugs. So I just fill those up. So those have been my breakfast. So liquid breakfast mixed in with the um, the Bragg's cleanse concentrate solution I've been drinking. And then the tuna for lunch and I had some fruit as a snack. It's been pretty good. I'm not, I can't complain. I don't miss going to McDonald's or anywhere else for lunch. I'd sit at my desk and scroll through my phone or uh, do some writing while I sit there. So it's been pretty good. Um, I haven't had caffeine, like I said. So um, I was afraid that I was going to need some jolt to get through the morning. I would be sleepy. Tuesday was a little rough because I didn't sleep very well Monday night. But I didn't, like I said, I didn't have any caffeine yesterday. And today, I don't think I yawned once while I was at work. And I I don't think I've slept any greater. I don't know if it's the the cleanse solution that I'm drinking that has the effect or the amount of water that I'm drinking that keeps me a little more alert. I'm not sure. But I've gotten through the day, not really tired. Um, last night, so last night, I came to record... Something happened and the audio that I recorded didn't record the way I wanted it to. So when I figured that out 17 minutes in, I said, you know what? I'm just going to take my ball and go home. I shut everything down. I turned off House Hunter International. It was 1040. I got in the bed, turned on a podcast to listen to as I fell asleep. Next thing I know, my cat bear is standing on my chest and it's 523 in the morning. And I said, my God, did I sleep in the same position all night? Holy crap. So maybe that's attributed to why I didn't yawn today. But that right there, that's say I fell asleep at like 11, 
11 to 5, 23, that's six hours. That, that's a new drug-free record. I'm, that's a round of applause right there. That's, woo! So, um, the big question of the update of day five, have you lost any weight yet, Christine? Well, so Sunday the 1st, I weighed in at a paltry 322 pounds. Not proud. I'm not proud. Well, your girl weighed in this morning, Thursday, five days later, at 315.8 pounds. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I lost seven pounds in five freaking days. Woo! Seven pounds in five days, yo? Seven? Seven? If I had the budget, I would queue up Kanye's Can't Tell Me Nothing. It'd just be, nah, 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 wait till I get my money, right? You couldn't tell me nothing when I got off that scale this morning. I checked it twice. I got off, I got back on, I looked at the app, I made sure the app recorded it right. I said, does that say 315.8? Yo, 3.8. Seven pounds in five days, yo. I'm on a roll, kids. I'm on a roll. I'm feeling encouraged. I'm feeling happy. I haven't had any wings. I didn't sabotage myself. I'm feeling pretty good about this. This can work, guys. This can really work. I hope. I hope I can keep it going. But so far, so good. So far, so good. So five days in, I'm down seven pounds. I'm feeling okay. It's 11 o'clock at night, so I'm am sleepy. So conjuring up this energy is taking a lot because I really would like to get into bed. But I just had to share. Like, I'm really proud. Really, really proud. And, um, yeah. Your girl lost seven pounds in five days. Now, there's going to be some naysayer or some well-actually person who's going to sweep in and go, well, that was just probably like water weight or whatever. That's fine. I will take it. I will take that off the scale. If it's water weight, then it's water weight. I don't care. Aren't the human bodies like 70% water anyway? I'll take it. So if I can maintain, or I don't know if I can maintain an average week of seven pounds lost. I don't know if it's the cleanse. I don't know if it's a combination of all of these things. Who knows? But I'm going to take it as a substantial win in my book. I haven't had any cravings. I haven't wanted to eat anything crappy. But today's Thursday. And tomorrow's Friday. And Saturday comes after Friday. So we'll see how this goes. Now, I told myself that uh, I was going to not weigh myself Friday. I was just going to go through the day like normal. Mom's hooked up to tuna fish again tonight for my lunch tomorrow. Um, I got enough fruits to make my smoothies in the morning. So I'm keeping to the same 
routine, not switching it up for casual Friday. Um, I got my, my cleanser, whatever I'm calling it, thingy. So I'm going to drink that too. So hopefully Friday will go off without a hitch. Now I got to find something to eat for dinner on Friday. Not sure if mom's is going to go to a fish fryer or what. So I got to find something relatively not crappy for dinner on Friday. I'm thinking maybe I can make spaghetti with whole wheat pasta and turkey, um, turkey meatballs. That might be, I might just come home and make that. That way I have, if I make enough, I got leftovers. Now here lies a problem or a potential problem. So the update is positive. Great. Fantastic. But I'm a realist and I know me and me likes to sabotage me. I don't know why. Like whenever I find this licensed professional to help me, that is going to be one of my first or not first, but that's going to be one of the things we talk about because I would really like to know why I have a little bit of success and I sabotage myself. Normally, when I've done this in the past, um, like when I said last episode about the 24 summer of 2014, I still found a way to have like a thing of fries, which in the grand scheme of things wasn't that bad, but still. But usually in all my or my recent years of trying to lose weight, I would do pretty good and then I would get lazy and I won't say throw it all away, but I would get lazy and end up buying something easy fast food wise. I don't want to do that this time, but I'm afraid of it or I'm afraid of what I've done. What's the saying? Uh, past, what's it? How does it go? Past experience dictates future results or something like that. I'm just, I'm really hoping that I won't let myself go down that road. Hopefully, like I know Saturday's coming, but Saturday's built in. So for anybody wondering, I've built in Saturdays. Saturdays is a hall pass. I don't want to call it a cheat day because that sounds dirty, but I've built in my Saturdays and I know that it's quality over quantity. So if I'm going to eat something to watch football on Saturday, it may be wings, but it may not be the whole kit and caboodle. And I'm okay with that because I can't, I don't want to say I can't quit them cold turkey. Honestly, I don't want to because a friend of mine, um, a dear friend of mine who I trust, who gives great advice and great insight, um, he was like, you got to quit the wings. I was like, nah, nah, bro, I can't do it. But he was like, you got it. I was like, see, but the wings aren't the problem. The wings are a 
reaction to the problem. They are a band-aid to the problem. I need to figure out the problem. The wings aren't the issue. I need to figure out how to manage my emotions so I don't veer towards crappy foods as a solution. So if I'm eating, if I it's a Super Bowl party or if it's a football or whatever, and I have wings just on a normal day, that's fine. It's it's the having a boatload of wings when I'm sad is the issue. So that's why I'm not cutting out wings because I don't think they're the they're a full issue. They are a weakness. But they're not the issue. So I'm I'm taking some liberties with with my I guess lifestyle change because I don't want to use diet. So we'll have some wings or something Saturday, you know, something football, you know, sweatpants, chill worthy, but it's moderation. Moderation. We're not quitting cold turkey. We're just going to, you know, instead of 12 wings, we'll get six. I can work with six. You know, you still get the taste, still get something. You're good. Uh, so I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I have for about six years or so now. And I'm, you know, there's a million podcasts out there. And there's some that I listen to frequently, like constantly. Uh, I listen to the read literally all the time. Like just the background or they're in the background. I fall asleep to them every night. That sounds really weird, but I've listened to so many of their podcasts. Their voices are kind of soothing. And plus I've listened to them old episodes. So it's kind of like a not like a nursery rhyme, but it's like a story. You know, it's a parent reading a story to their kid at night. Because I've heard them so many times. Um, one of the podcasts um, that I like to listen to is the Getting Grown podcast. So they put out a new episode today, which I was hyped. Which got me through the first half of my, or first couple hours of work. And you know what they talked about today? fourth quarter goals well look at that I'm not the only one talking about goals in the fourth quarter I felt validated I felt seen I'm not the only one working through some stuff or trying to work through some stuff and build and have goals for this part of the year I felt really proud like felt like a proud parent even though they have millions of listeners and I have like 13. That's not the point. The point is that I'm on to something. And granted, I'm sitting here by myself talking about these things, but I'm not the only one in the world trying to work through and trying to have goals at the end of the year, as opposed to just in the beginning of the year and falling off and then, you know, wading through the winter and all that good stuff and then wait for January again to try again. I'm not doing that.
So one of the things one of the ladies said is that she was trying to like look at the systems that she has in place with her life that she needed to see how she did things and see if she needed to modify or change those things to help her reach her goals. And I was like, yo, I need to be friends with these people. Like, This is the stuff I want to talk about. And it just reminded me of like the process that I've been going through this week. Like I've made a routine and it's been nice. Like it's a little bit of what I was talking about last episode about the summer of 2014. It was as the heartbreak of being ghosted as much as that hurt and it it literally hurt like constantly. I I won't say poured myself, but I had built such a routine that that routine was like comfort. Like I got a a weird pleasure from it. Like I would, you know, I'd worked out three times a day. I'd get home from my evening workout, uh, make dinner, watch a little TV go make dishes or go do the dishes, make my tuna, which is a sad, sad tuna compared to roses. Uh, Rose is my mom, by the way. And I would watch TV from like 9 to 10, 10 usually like HGTV or whatever, because it was in you know, summer months. And I'd go to bed and it was it was a nice routine. I don't know. It for some reason it was just nice. And I had my work clothes out the night before. Like it was just structure, but I got this weird pleasure from the structure. So I've done that this week. Uh I do um oh, I forgot in the update. Damn. So I've been doing squats in the morning too. I do 45 squats um before I get ready for work in the morning. So that with the smoothies and all the other stuff. But so that's been my routine this week. I've gotten up. I've done my squats, stretched a bit. Shower, get all ready, get my clothes. I make my bed. That sounds like a really small thing, but it is huge. And I never, I won't say never, recently I forgot how how satisfying it is to come home to a made bed it's the littlest thing but it really does mean something and just getting up in the morning just making a quick bed I don't know it just it works but I get all my stuff I get dressed got all my electronics to take with me to work then I go downstairs and make my smoothies and I'm out the door by eight ten. That gives me twenty or that gives me fifteen minutes or so to get to work. I get to work at eight twenty five usually. Walk in the door, boom. And then in the evening, I come home. I watch a little TV. I do some stuff around the house with my mom and my nephew. Come back to my room, watch a little more TV. Maybe talk to some friends. Get my work clothes ready for the night before. Or the night before, 
Next thing I know, it's 10. I watch a little House Hunters. Go to bed. And it's been working. And I didn't have this in place. It seems like the simplest thing. But that system change that I made has done wonders. Like the routine of it all. Like before, before my surgery, when I got up to go to work, I begrudgingly got up. I hit the snooze button a bunch of times. Um, I slowly made my way to the kitchen or to the bathroom. After I got out of the shower, I didn't really want to get, like, it's lag. It was lazy. And I knew I was running out of time, and I'd still, you know, look up at 7.50, and I'm not dressed yet. And then it was pressure-filled. It was just a lot, but I did it that way on purpose, but on purpose out of laziness. And in these four short days, and it's not like I've never had a routine before, but these last few months, I haven't. I've just, meh, you know, I'll get my clothes out in the morning, I'll iron them real quick, get dressed, walk out the door. But just this little change to how I operate, it sets everything else in motion. So if I just waited and tried to figure it all out in the morning, it didn't work as well. Or you know a better way? How I was operating before and how I'm operating now, I'm operating with a purpose now. This fourth quarter quest these goals I set in motion with my nephew. It was a switch. It was a mindset. It was a flip. That I was like, I'm making this choice to do this now. And it it set off the domino effect for everything else. And that routine that I developed these last, just these last few days. It's only Thursday, dog. Like... It's only been a couple of days, but it's made a profound effect on my spirit. Before, I was letting, well, this comes back to the chicken wing thing. Or, yeah. Before the surgery, when I was going to work, begrudgingly, everything I did in the morning, I did based off emotion. I got up whenever I felt like it because I didn't want to go to work or I was too tired or I was annoyed from the day before or I know I'm going to walk into something stupid. You know, any of those. I didn't hurry up in the shower because I didn't have... What was I hurrying for? I didn't really want to go. I knew I had to go and I'll eventually get there. But what was the push? Driving to work, I would drive fast because I didn't want to be late. But you know what I'm saying? Like, everything was emotion-based. I didn't feel like it. I was lazy. There was no purpose. I knew I had to get to work. I didn't miss any work. I wasn't overly late before. I was responsible in my laziness. But I didn't have a purpose to it. And that's what's been missing most of this year. Like, I didn't allow myself to 
to build my purpose back in January. I had ideas, I had motivation, I had inspiration. But something something knocked me off course or something got triggered, you know, emotions, negative emotions dictated my actions. And I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not saying all this stuff. I hear it I'm not cured. You know, it's been 3 days. I, you know, easy killer. I get it. But it's just a a different mindset. I don't know. But it's just it's felt good these last couple of days, especially today. Just seeing that scale and it's just been nice. It's been nice to be on a roll with something and see the progress of it. Like, see it in real time, how things operate. And when she said that on the podcast today, and I was like, I looked at my systems. Like, I looked at how I was doing things, and I decided to make a different path, a different way of going about things. And it wasn't a big to-do. I didn't make a declaration. I mean... You know, I talked about it on here, but not to anybody else, really, like face to face. I just told myself, okay, you get up in the morning, you make your bed, we're going to get your clothes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm deliberate in what I'm doing. I'm not just coasting by. And I think that's pretty freaking awesome. I think that's pretty freaking awesome. So one of the other things um, she was talking about. Um, I wrote it down because I had to, it, it was just too deep that I, I couldn't, I couldn't not write it down and talk about it or at least mention it. Maybe it, it deserves a little more in depth, but what she said was, and this is once again, it's the Getting Grown podcast with Jade and Kia. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I think it's on Spotify. I know it's on Apple Podcasts because that's where I listen to it. So she said, he has said, the exposure of self-awareness is such a necessary, necessary, painful experience. It's a courageous act of transparency and accountability that requires support and compassion, but also a lot of structure and strategy. And you have to have systems that are good, uh, a certain mode of operation in your life, day-to-day functions and practices and perspectives. What are you doing every day that's going to help you meet your goals? And I was like, bruh, that's, whoa, she's smart. Like, that was really good. Like, that's true. Like, you really have to be self-aware and really look inward, which is the whole point of this podcast, is to take the thoughts out of my brain that are fragmented and put them into something and get it out. But it's hard to get this stuff out. It's hard to get it out to a person face-to-face with a friend or a family member or something like that, because then you have a response and a dialogue the way I'm doing it, which I'm not saying is perfect, 
But for me, it gives me an opportunity to get it out or get some stuff out in a manner where I can talk through it myself. Maybe that sounds a little cuckoo, but, you know, we think a bunch of things throughout the day. But what we say isn't always, you know, what we're thinking. Whether that's, you know, societal pressures or us muting ourselves or just not being free to say certain things to certain people. Here, even though this is controlled and, you know, I'm not pouring my heart out all the time. This is a way for me to get out some of this stuff. And work through it a little bit. But I definitely need. I definitely need. Structure. I definitely. Need strategy. And I think I've developed a little bit of both of those. And. I'm. I believe these things that I'm doing this first week. Of this new journey. This quest. It's really helping. Like I never really really thought about it that simply before or recently but like I said it was just a I guess a switch in mindset that said okay we're gonna do these things with a purpose with an intent and I've tried to just do the little things just to do the little things and it's been working out so far now, they talked about a bunch of other stuff, and I don't want to steal their whole podcast and what they discussed, but I really did learn a lot. But I just wanted to share that a little bit because um, it was I like I wrote it down. I had to like pause it, rewind it, write it, pause it, rewind it, write a little bit more. And I just wanted to get what she said, like structures and strategy. Look at the systems that you have in place in your life and how are those things are working to help you reach your goals. I had ideas before. I knew I didn't want to be fat. I knew I wanted to lose weight. But I didn't really have anything in place. It was just a feeling. And tonight, I'm noticing that this past week, I've been really not operating off of my feelings. And I've been able to keep my feelings in check. So check it. So I work in a billing for a a doctor's office and we get, you know, these huge payments from insurance companies and it's my job to post those to the patient's accounts. Not a difficult job. So today, because of the holiday, everything's kind of off a day. So I come in today and there's a payment we get from a very large insurance company and we get that payment every Wednesday and it's. 40 grand. That's not a ton, but it's one insurance company and it's one one payment and it usually takes a while because it's so detailed. So I'm thinking that's what I'm walking into today. I get there today. It's $150,000. That's the most ever for our for that insurance for this system we have. I'm like, that's going to take 
a couple of days because 40 grand takes me like a half a day. I can only imagine what 150 grand is going to take me. I can't do this. Like, I can't do this in addition to all the other money I got to post. I got another 60 grand to post in addition to this. How? So it's 835. And I'm looking at this report and I'm seeing the numbers and I'm like, yo, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I quit. I quit. They can't expect me to do this. There's no way I can do this. So I go, I walk over to one of my coworkers and she's like, yo, this is ridiculous. I'm like, tell me about it. I go talk to the manager. She's like, well, I can help. Um, but we know I'll just have somebody do your other work for you while you do that. And I was like, no, no, don't want that. I'm just telling you, like, this is going to be an all day project. So I'm going to do my work because it's my work. I'm just going to shift it. Because this is literally going to take me all day. Like, all day plus the extra hour or two. And she's talking and she's giving all these suggestions that are, like, stupid in my opinion. Or not feasible, really. And they don't really take me into account. So, like, 20 minutes going back and forth with her and management and finance and... I'm, like, annoyed. I feel my cheeks are hot. I just got to work. Like, it is almost 9 o'clock, and I've wasted a half an hour of my normal morning routine going back and forth with these people about this huge-ass uh, payment. I finally sit down at my desk at, like, nine ten, and I just took a deep breath. I just took a deep breath. And I said, you know what? Nah. Nah. It's too early, Chris. You got this. Do what you were going to do. Knock out what you're going to knock out. And we'll come back to this. And you'll be fine. You'll always be fine. You got this. And like that, my whole mood changed. And as soon as my mood changed... The podcast that I was just referring to, the little alert popped up and said new episode. And I was like, look at God. Thank you. Thank thank you, Lord. Thank you, podcast gods. Now I got something that's going to brighten my mood. And I just talked myself out of a crap mood because I was 40 good minutes. I was annoyed. Face was hot. It was red. I felt my whole spirit just darkening and I just and I just told myself you got this Chris like you don't have to don't let them mess up your routine you know what you can do and do you that's huge like talking myself off negative emotions that's huge usually I wallow I wallow and I replay it in my head and I argue, when I replay it, I argue it back the way I would have liked to argue it, but I can't because, you know, I don't, I don't try to ruffle feathers at work. I didn't do that today. I just took a deep breath and I calmed myself and I took myself off this really negative path that was going to start my day and I turned it, completely turned it and I had a pretty good day.
Like I had a, I had a pretty good day until about four o'clock, but that's another story for another day. But I was able to turn it. And I think that's what I'm trying to build. That's what I'm trying to work through myself with this podcast and like everything. Like these are the things that I'm trying to work on. These are the things that I feel like I can fix. I just need to really just take my self-awareness and use it for good instead of evil. And instead of just moseying down that path, I stopped myself in the tracks, in my tracks, and said, you know what? No. I can do that. I can do that at work and calm myself down. I can do that with eating fruits and drinking uh, apple cider vinegar cleanse and I can do that with making my bed and like if I put my mind to something I know it's that cliche if you put your mind to something you can do anything it's true but it takes a while to get there and we don't we don't uh, we don't teach people how to get there to be straight up we tell people for the religious folks, we hit them with Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Fun fact, that was my yearbook quote, senior year. Ironic, right? We know these things and we know these cliches and these sayings. And they are true. That's why they're cliches. But we fail to teach people this stuff like I end every episode with a quote and they're helpful and you know they give you a different piece of insight but it's the next step it's breaking down the quote which I'm not doing but it's it's breaking down the things that you try to explain to somebody or you tell someone a quote or something but if you don't break it down you're just you're just spouting off an idea or something. They don't know. We got to teach. And that's what I'm trying to do for me. I'm trying to teach myself. I'm trying to teach myself, period. You know, people uh, teach themselves how to play the piano or drums or, you know, stuff like that. I'm trying to self-teach myself about life. Or at least understand my my way through my own life or my actions in my own life. I can't preach to somebody else. I'm not could, but knowing is only half the battle and I want to know it and put it into practice. And I haven't been putting what I know into practice. And that's what this podcast is for, is for me to take what I know and take what I think and Filter it through by talking it out and hopefully come up with some things that I can do and put it into action. Like homegirl said, I'm looking at my systems and my practices. It's pretty cool. I think this is pretty cool. So the other thing today 
uh, that I want to update that actually helped me feel better throughout the day that kind of validated this for me. So I've been looking at like trying to figure out uh, like editing systems and microphones and all that good stuff to kind of like do this semi-professionally or at least better. I got a better microphone. I'm kind of understanding how sound works. Uh, I've tried not to move as much when I'm talking so there's no background noise. I've closed the windows, the cat's in the other room. I wait till everybody goes to sleep to record. So, you know, I'm trying to learn and adjust as I go. So one of the things I wanted to get like a whole like microphone, like a a nicer microphone whole like kit. Those are expensive. They're not really in the budget at the moment, but I would like one because I would like to keep this going and I would like to do this better and bigger, so to speak. Edit it better, you know, things like that. I would like to teach myself and kind of learn how to do this better. Because if I'm going to be using this platform, albeit a soapbox at this point, I want it to grow and I want to learn. That's the whole point of this podcast. I'm not, I'm not a professional at all. This is just me talking about me with only me. And we learn things about ourselves together. That's it. So I've been looking like Amazon is usually my go to place for things just because just because. Well, somehow it popped in my head. Like, where can I go to get equipment that maybe that's, you know, a brick and mortar store that I could actually like talk to somebody about or, you know, like play with some stuff or kind of get some some help? Because I really don't know. This is all new to me. And I was like, where could I? Oh, wait, Guitar Center. So I go to GuitarCenter.com. Mind you, I'm at work. It's like 10 o'clock. I go to Guitar Center, I do a quick little search. These whole kids pop up, and I'm like, yo, this is perfect. Ooh, look at that price. Damn. Okay, all right, well, we keep searching. I found this really nice one. And I'm like, okay, that's doable. Maybe not right now. Maybe we need to set aside a a 5'5 podcast fund somewhere and just kind of slowly put money into that just for this. And I was like, well, you know what? If it's here on their website, maybe it's on Amazon. I look it up on Amazon and there it is. Similar price. I think it was like $50 cheaper on Amazon. And I was like, damn. Okay, but at least I know it's on Amazon. All right. And it's 50 bucks cheaper. I don't know if that's going to stay like that. When I tell you in my head, I said, I wish Amazon did payment plans. That's not like a credit card. That's just a straight up payment plan. When I tell you, I scrolled down a little bit and saw a uh, pay one time fee, three thirty nine fifty, or pay 
$70 a month. I said, look at God. I literally looked up at the ceiling in my office and I was like, look, look at you, Lord. It's a, I could get this whole expensive kit or expensive to me kit. And I'm like, I could, I could do this. I could do this right now. I could put this on the credit card or I could put this on the debit card right now. I get this by Saturday and I could spend the weekend, you know, teaching myself some stuff or just playing with it. Look at, look at God. And I was like, yo, this is dope. So now I'm looking at more stuff that's in the same company vein and they got like a whole website. So I go to the website. Remember, I'm at work. I'm not supposed to be doing this on my phone. We're not even supposed to have our phones because some lady took all these personal calls all day. So she ruined it for the rest of us. So long story short, I didn't buy it because I wanted to do more research. And I figured I would go to Guitar Center and see if maybe I could like talk to the guy and, you know, see what the components are. Because like I said, I don't know. There's a microphone and then there's some other stuff in there that I have no clue how to use, which... You know, that's the point is to learn. But it came with a keyboard, too. And I was like, do I really need a keyboard? Sure. I can make my own theme song. Do I know how to play a keyboard? No. That's not the point. The point is to learn. So I'm going to do some research. Uh, maybe do some little cost analysis. And But at least I know... At least I have, like I said, the validation to know that maybe I'm on the right track. And maybe my thoughts about this are good and right. Like, I'm supposed to be doing this. Now, should I spend my disposable income on a studio set? Probably not. But you know what? This is going to be my project. This is how I'm trying to fix myself by any means possible by any means necessary shout out to Malcolm X so that was the first week of the quest uh, we're learning we're getting there we'll see how Saturday goes with football oh and the NFL on Sunday alright so I'm gonna be honest with you I'm supposed to go hang out with my friend back in Buffalo and we are most definitely getting wings. I'm okay with it. I'm going to work out before I go. And then I'm going to drive the two hours to Buffalo and hang out with him to watch the Bills game. Go Buffalo. And then I'm going to come home. I'm going to go walk again. And then do my Sunday night evening get ready for the week. I've already thought it about it. I've already planned it. I don't plan on drinking any alcohol. I'm not drinking any sodas. I'm just going to have some wings at a bar and watch the game. That's it. So I figured I have some transparency. You know, just let it let you let you people know that I'm going to the birthplace of the chicken wings, but not the restaurant. Little tidbit. Anchor Bar, that's the original home of the Buffalo Wings or where they were created. Nice restaurant. They are not the best wings in Buffalo. 
The best wings in Buffalo are at Duff's. D-U-F-F apostrophe S. The best wings. The Anchor Bar, the one, the famous one, the one that's on the Food Network and such. Trash. Trash. Garbage. I could name you 20 places in Buffalo. Mom and pop pizza, pizza places that have way better wings. Way better wings. And I'm not talking some funky flavors. I'm just talking mild, medium, hot. Way better wings. So you heard it here. If you ever go to Buffalo and you want to try the wings at the birthplace of wings, go for it. Try it. But they're not the best. Duff's is the best. Debate your mother. So we'll end the we'll end today with a little quote. And I think it fits today. Get busy with life's purpose. Toss aside empty hopes. Get active in your own rescue. That's from Marcus Aurelius, a Greek philosopher. And I think he's right. Get busy with life's purpose. Or in the words of Morgan Freeman in Shawshank, or no, sorry, Tim Robbins in Shawshank, either get busy living or get busy dying. So drink your water, call your family, tell them you love them, call your friends, tell them you love them too. Peace.